Welcome to the Tommy Divine Podcast. It is September 17th. It is 2.07 a.m. And we're doing week two recap and week three picks here on the Tommy Divine Podcast. Week two, I went 11-6 and six on my picks. Not bad considering it's only week two. We still got a couple weeks left until we start deciding who are pretenders and who are contenders in the National Football League. But really, some headlines around the league for Week 2. Huge week in the National Football League. Huge, as our president would say. First of all, two of the big names, the biggest names in the NFL. Breeze, Roethlisberger, out. Not playing anymore. Breeze suffered a hand injury. Thumb, mostly. Throwing hand injury. He will be out for six Whole weeks of football. Uh, yeah, it's huge if you're a Saints fan. Um, he's going to have surgery on it this week. Uh, he is going to have to do some rehab, obviously, get better. Uh, all my prayers and thoughts go out to those guys. Roethlisberger is missing the whole season uh, with his injury. He has an elbow injury ending his season. Uh, but Be- Breeze will probably come back from his. Uh, but this affects both teams big. In big, big, big ways. Um, of course, without Drew Brees, it gets a little harder. Teddy Bridgewater steps in, but you know he there's a little bit of a drop. Uh, Bridgewater's a good quarterback. Used to be in Minnesota. He's a decent backup. Um, but you definitely are going to have to step back a little bit. Um, Sean Payton, of course, great offensive guru, so he'll figure it out with, with Bridgewater. Still got Kamara, obviously. They're still a decent team. Uh, they aren't terrible, but they do lose a little bit. Uh, with Breeze being out for six weeks. Um, and now, of course, you turn over to Big Ben. Uh, Mason Rudolph, the former uh, Cowboy at Oklahoma State, gets to be uh, old running mates with his partner James Washington again. They used to play at Oklahoma State together. Uh, so he's going to have a little bit more value uh, in the Pittsburgh offense. So, uh, But it's still a drop-off there. You, know, you go from Roethlisberger to Rudolph. Um, I don't know how they're going to compete in that AFC North, especially with, uh, you know, Cleveland, who's still kind of there, and, and Baltimore, obviously making them the bell of the ball in that division. The Bengals, I mean, technically they're still in it, but, you know, they're, they're not looking very good. So uh, Pittsburgh, that's going to be a troubling uh, trouble for them. So we'll see how they do. But really that's the big two stories. Of course, uh, we all know Sam Darnold also had mono. Uh, he did not play tonight in the game versus the Browns on Monday night. Uh, Trevor Simeon and I think Luke Falk took some snaps as well for them. So huge, uh, huge loss for the Jets. A lot of injuries uh, this first two weeks. I think a uh, lot of lot of things going on. Weird in the National Football League injury wise, uh, but some wins around the league. Uh, Gardner Minshew did well for the Jaguars as. Uh, they played the Texans this week. Uh, they showed a lot of grit, but they still uh, still lost 13-12. to Tried the uh, two-point conversion. Uh, no good. Uh, didn't go for the tie or the win. Went for the win instead, so they lost. But Gardner Minshew, a lot of promise in Jacksonville. I think he could be decent. Um, but just the Texans were too much. Uh, let's leave it to some of uh, Sunday's other games. Lions win, beating the Jaguars. Sorry, beating the Jaguars. Beating the Chargers. Uh, kind of a, a nice win for them at Detroit at home. 
kind of a typical L.A. win. Played well last week against the Colts. Now they come back and kind of back in their old ways, and they lose to Detroit at home. So you never know uh, with the Lions, but they're kind of frisky like I thought they would be. So, All right, Patriots, 43 to nothing against the Dolphins. No shock there. Antonio Brown gets a touchdown pass from Tom Brady uh, to start the Brown era there in New England, uh, so they win big. Uh, Bears win. Looks like Bears have found a field goal kicker in Pinsonero. Kicks a, a what was like a fifty three yarder to win the game for them in Mile High against the Broncos. Broncos had some fight in them, but Flacco didn't look very good. Very terrible roughing the passer call. Probably one of the worst I've ever seen called for Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, terrible call on the refs um, that set up that field goal for the Chicago Bears. Uh, but Denver had a two point at the end there to get get the get the tie. There were some penalties that called back. It was, it was a really crazy ending. Uh, it was a really fun game to watch, but it was the best 4 o'clock game. So I'll give them that. That was a nice win for the uh, for the Bears the last second. Falcons beat the Eagles. I was kind of surprised about that. I thought after last week, Deshaun Jackson, Carson Wentz getting it going. I thought they'd come, come in and kind of stomp on these Falcons. I don't know if the Falcons are very good, but hey, they showed some, some fight last night, some promise at home. So we'll see what the Falcons can do. Uh, surging off that win. Browns win tonight against the Jets. Creamed them. OBJ had a nice touchdown catch for, catch for 43 yards. They're looking good. Uh, Thursday night football, Cam Newton did not look very good. I'm not sure if he's still hurt, but he is throwing awful balls. Cannot get the ball to the receiver. And the Buccaneers benefited off of that and got a win on Thursday night. Um, you know, you can blame the short week, limited practices, blah, 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 blah. Cam was not getting balls to receivers. Don't know if he's still hurt. What's going on? I don't know. But the Panthers are going down a road they do not want to be going down. This is not looking good for the Panthers right now. Uh, if you're yeah, if you're a Carolina fan, so uh, we had some comments and some fights on Sunday, which were very fun to witness. Cam Jordan made a uh, referee comment yet again. Saints fans and players. Uh, mocking the league's referees, which I love to see because we can never get enough Saints trash talk about referees. You know, it's been going on for, you know, what, nine months now, and it just will not end. Uh, Cam Jordan made a comment about a referee uh, commenting, oh, if you can work at a Foot Locker, you know, comparing refs to Foot Locker employees. Yeah, very funny. Very funny indeed. You know, without referees in the game in the National Football League, there is no... Um, nobody, yeah, okay, he made a bad call. There was a bad call in that game. Cam Jordan had that that touchdown brought back. Ref brings it back in that Saints-Rams game. By the way, after Drew Brees left that game, Rams dominated. So, you know, Cam Jordan thought that would turn the game around. And, and then he makes these comments, you know, without the refs in the league, okay, we we it run a muck. The game would run a muck. It wouldn't wouldn't it be great if we didn't have referees so that they couldn't make shit calls. Well, you know, it's whatever. Cam Newton, Cam Jordan makes makes comments about the referees. It's nothing new. We all know the Saints hate refs. It's okay. You know they also like to illegally pay people for big hits like on Brett Favre in the national in the sorry in the NFC Championship game. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's whatever. They do illegal things. They don't like the refs. Yeah, we know you don't like the rules. Hey, Saints fans. Hey, Saints players. Go over to the corner. We don't care anymore. 
We do not care. You keep making comments and talking. We don't care. Anyway, moving on. Interesting sideline uh, convos, fights, whatever you'd like to call them, over the weekend. Really, the two we saw were Jacksonville and Green Bay. Uh, Jacksonville had a really feisty one. Doug Marone and Jalen Ramsey uh, getting getting into it. And it was very fun to see an AFC South team that are rivals with my Colts really get into one another. And they were holding Doug Marone back. There were two players holding Doug Marone back from Jalen Ramsey. And that team looks like it is about to implode on itself. When the players are dragging the coach back and not the player back from the coach... We got problems. Now, is that, I mean, are we surprised? I mean, it's Jacksonville. Uh, But still, that's not how things go and should go. Uh, And and now Jalen Ramsey reportedly is asking for a trade out of Jacksonville. I don't blame him. Uh, New England's probably going to pick him up. And now New England's probably going to win another Super Bowl. It doesn't really matter. I don't know who they're going to pick up, but he wants out of Jacksonville, and I do not blame him one bit. Jacksonville is awful. Um, oh, man. Uh, Colts kicker Adam Vinatieri thought he would uh, – people thought he would retire today. He missed two extra points yesterday. Um, it didn't cost us the game. It didn't cost the Colts the game, but it's uh, – <laughs> It's a problem. It really is. And the Colts are going to stick with Vinatieri. I am very nervous about that. And how long does this continue? How long does this go on? I don't know. But if it's going to start costing the Colts more games, you really have to start looking at another picker. Or another kicker, excuse me. Uh, another picker. Uh, another kicker because this cannot ensue and this cannot keep happening. I love Adam Vinatieri to death. But at some point, you got to say enough's enough retire let's move on um from that but you know uh, who knows we'll we'll see he could turn it around and then back to some more sideline comments aaron Rodgers, matt lafleur had some comments not really a fight but as doug marone and jalen ramsey had but but lafleur and Rodgers did have a couple words at least they're conversing unlike what he'd do with mike mccarthy and just sit there and stew about it he's talking to lafleur so It's more of an exchange, more than a fight, but just something to kind of bring up. Maybe a little bit underplayed, but whatever. Uh, Steelers did get Mitzah Fitzpatrick, Micah Fitzpatrick, Mitzah Fitzpatrick from uh, the Dolphins. Uh, People are wanting out of Miami right now. Uh, A lot of players are asking for trades, wanting out. They are tanking for sure. The Dolphins are terrible. Uh, worst team in the league by far, uh, and I feel bad for Brian Flores, who comes from New England, where he's winning all when he's you know been winning all these Super Bowls, gets to Miami. Oh, we're gonna tank! Wow, yeah. I mean, it's pretty obvious. I mean, this team is atrocious. I mean, I've never seen. I, I I mean, we've probably seen worse teams, but oh boy, I mean, this one could go down as being an all time stinkeroo of a team. Uh, but the Dolphins are doing really terrible right now, and they continue to lose. Uh, and it's really going to be interesting. They really have some 0-16 potential. Um, but, but yeah, so, uh, okay, I went 11-6 and last week, 8-6-1 and in one week 1, uh, 11-6 and in week 2. So now we move on to my week 3 NFL picks. And we start 
in, oh man, where is this game? Oh boy, we started the beautiful city of Jacksonville, Florida, where the Jacksonville Jaguars are taking on the Tennessee Titans in an AFC South showdown. Me and my cousin Patrick Feltz refer to this game as El Trashico <laughs> because it is going to be so terrible. And of course it's on Thursday Night Football. And of course it's Joe Buck and Troy Aikman calling this game. This is their penance for causing so much grief and harm to my ears every Sunday when I have to listen to them on a big game. This is their penance. Jaguars, Titans. I've got the Jaguars. The Titans... Did not look good last week. Mariota did not good look good last week. Derrick Henry was pretty good. But other than that, Tennessee's really got nothing going for them. I don't think they're very good. I'm really excited to, to pick against Mariota. I like Gardner Minshew, man. I like Gardner Minshew. They almost beat the Texans. Give me the Jaguars. Even though Jalen Ramsey wants to trade, Doug Marone's getting in fights. Give me the Jaguars on a short week. Against the Titans, I like the Jaguars on Thursday night. Now we move to 1 o'clock on Sunday. Uh, Colts at home, their home opener, facing the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Danny Etling makes his return to the state of Indiana for the first time in a few months. Uh, I'm taking the Indianapolis Colts here. I think Jacoby Brissett looked good last week. I do worry about Adam Vinatieri. We have a really good running game with Mac and obviously the offensive line. Brissett's starting to get that, you know, starter mentality going, and he's starting to really take that by storm. I like the Colts. I know the Falcons beat the Eagles on Sunday night, but I just think Colts at home, it's season opener. Jacoby Brissett plays well, ball control at home. I think the Colts get the win for the season opener. All right, Bengals versus Bills. The Bengals kind of been an up-and-down team. Got beat, throttled last week against the 49ers. Uh, against Josh Allen's Bills, I'm liking the Bills here. I think Josh Allen, 2-0 and off the start. Nice wins against New York teams. Now they get to play another terrible team in the Bengals. I'll take the Buffalo Bills to get a nice start here off of the season. And uh, Josh Allen's not looking too bad. they got a pretty decent running back in that Singletary. So give me the Bills to beat the Bengals. All right, uh, whew, Cowboys versus the Dolphins at Jerry's World. Uh, yeah, this is going to get ugly fast. Uh, if you have Zeke or Dak, put them in. They are going to go bonkers this week. Uh, the Dolphins are going to lose terribly. The Cowboys will win handily. Uh, this could get really ugly really fast. Give me the Cowboys to win. Green Bay versus Denver. I'll take Green Bay and their defense and Aaron Rodgers. I think Flacco and company make uh, Green Bay uh, nervous. But I think at Lambeau, Lambeau, Green Bay getting a nice couple five-game stretch there. They're having a really nice schedule with the five games after being up at Soldier Field. Give me Denver uh, to lose to Green Bay. I think the Packers win. But I think it's a very, very close game. Very close game. Now, I have this highlighted. I have this starred in my notes. This is the game of the week. This is going to be fun. This is going to be a great offensive shootout. This is going to be amazing. We're talking some Big 12 football right here. Baltimore... Going in to Arrowhead to face the Chiefs. Winner probably takes on New England in the AFC title is what I'm thinking. Um, This is really going to be a fun game. 
I am going to take Kansas City. They're at home. Pat Mahomes goes nuts. I don't think they stop Pat Mahomes. And when you can't stop Pat Mahomes, that's a bad thing. I'm taking Kansas City. But I think Lamar will have something to say about it. It's going to be an offensive shootout. But I think at the end, Pat Mahomes uh, is left standing in the dust while Lamar has been shot on the ground. He is. Uh, it's going to be a fun offensive game. It's going to be thrilling. It's going to be fun. Uh, we may see an overtime. Who knows? Uh, I would be shocked to see if this game got tied. Um, if the least case, I think Kansas City blows them out at the least. But I think we'll see a lot of points either way. I think this is a very, very intriguing matchup. Hollywood Brown, a very good receiver for the Baltimore Ravens. But give me Kansas City in a thrilling shootout. One of the a consideration for best games of the year of the regular season. All right, uh, Vikings at home against the Raiders. This is kind of an upset type of pick. I'm taking Oakland. They look decent week one. I know there's against kind of a bad Denver team. They do lose against Kansas City, but they had some fight in them. I mean, they had they were going, you know, kind of toe-to-toe for them for a little while. I like Derek Carr. I think he's kind of back. Uh, I know Dalvin Cook uh, can give teams trouble. Um, but I just think the Vikings didn't play well at Lambeau last week. I, I'm not really high on Kirk Cousins right now. Uh, I, I'm going to take Oakland, but I think it's a very close game. I think it's a weird game. I think it's a fun game, but give me Oakland to win. Um, that's kind of my stretch of the week, but I'll, I'll take Oakland to beat Minnesota. All right, Pats versus Jets. Sam Darnold still has mono. He'll have mono for a while. Uh, I think the sky's the limit for this New England team. They're really back and better than ever, uh, kind of like Mike and Mike. I think uh, I think New England wins this handily. I think they kind of do what they did with Miami last week, maybe let them hang around for a little while and then really really load it off there in, uh, in New York. So I think that, uh, that game, let's see, is that game in New England? Hmm. That game's at home. Yeah, they'll kill him at Gillette. Come on, <laughs> let's be honest. All right, Detroit versus Philadelphia. I think this is a very close game. Uh, it is at Philly, but I think the Lions kind of hang around for a little while, especially with the loss to Atlanta last week. I don't know if Carson Wentz and Philly have their confidence back. I take the Lions to stick around, but I think Philly wins at the end, but it's a very, very close game. Detroit makes it close, but give me Philadelphia. Carolina versus Arizona out in the dome out there in Phoenix. Uh, I'm gonna take Arizona. I'm just not thrilled with Cam right now. But if Cam had a game where he wanted, where he needed to get back to get back to life, game a comeback game, this would be the opportunity out in Arizona against the young Arizona team. But you know what? Uh, it's too early to say. But my prediction of Kyler Murray being a bust is quickly turning on its side and it's about to sink. I think Kyler Murray's a phenomenal quarterback. He was running around in that Detroit game, making plays. He hung around with that Ravens team last week, which I honestly thought the Ravens would blow out that team. He stuck around. They made it a game. I think Kyler Murray can be halfway decent in this league. Give me Arizona to beat Carolina, but it could be close. But I think Kyler Murray is talented, and they pull away at the end. I think they sneak out the win. 
Uh, give me Arizona. Giants versus Buccaneers. Daniel Jones, Eli Manning, doesn't really matter. We all know it's the Saquon show in New York, but that's not going to matter because the Bucs are going to load the box. It's not going to matter. Tampa Bay is going to win this game. Uh, I don't care if it's in Tampa. I don't care if it's in New York. I don't care if it's Beijing. Tampa Bay wins this game. The Giants are terrible. Terrible, terrible. And it's a home game for Tampa. Give me Tampa in this game. Jameis has a monster day. Give me the Buccaneers. All right, we start our 425 slate. Uh, Texans versus the Chargers. Uh, At home, the Chargers really don't have a home field advantage per se. Uh, I am taking the Texans. Deshaun Watson is looking very good. Um, I like the way he's hooking up with Hopkins these past couple weeks, especially against the Saints. Chargers just get off that loss to the Lions. They're coming back home. Don't really have a home field, so I'm liking the Texans, but I think it's a very fun game, very offensive-filled. I just think the Chargers make too many mistakes, and the Texans like capitalizing on mistakes. So give me the Texans to beat the Chargers. All right, the Steelers versus the 49ers uh, out in uh, San Francisco. Uh, I think Big Ben being out is a real concern. Give me Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers. But I think the Steelers still fight, but I think the 49ers end up winning. I think by only maybe a touchdown or two. But give me the 49ers. Saints versus the Seahawks. Yet again, kind of the same story. Quarterbacks out. Bridgewater, you know, how well can he play? Uh, Hasn't had a starting role in a while. Uh, I'm going to take the Seahawks at home. I think it's a very close game, very competitive. I think the Seahawks just pull away and they kind of find their groove, especially against a quarterback in Bridgewater who hasn't started in a while. So give me the Seahawks. Uh, getting a real big break here. So is San Francisco without playing Big Ben or Drew Brees in those games. So give me the Seahawks, but I think it's a very, very close and competitive game. All right, so, okay, Rams-Browns, Sunday Night Football at Cleveland. Um, Cleveland just played Monday night. They look good. Um, But here's my thing. All right, this was going to be the best game of the week before we knew Lamar Jackson was going to be freaking, you know, Vic 04. Um, And that's not really Vic 04, but he's just become this whole other beast of a player. You know, he's not just running the ball anymore. He's, He's just lofting it and throwing it and doing it really nicely. But anyway, Rams-Browns was going to be the game of the week before Chiefs-Ravens. So I'm taking the Rams in this game. I don't think the Browns, you know, they come off this win against the Jets. They think they're all, you know, oh, we're back, we're back. I think it's a competitive game, but I think the Rams just take over. I'm concerned with Aaron Donald not being being healthy, but I'm taking the Rams anyway. Give me the Rams to beat the Browns. Cups back. They're looking really good on the offense. Give me the Rams to beat the Browns on Sunday night. And then Monday night football, 8-15 ESPN. Worst game of the week. Well, no, sorry. It's not the worst game of the week. Could it be one of the worst games of the week, though? Redskins, I'm not really sure what to make of them. I feel like they stay close in games, but they're they're just not there, and they just can't come back. I mean, they get blown out by Cowboys and the Eagles. They had the lead against the Eagles. Let it go. I think this is the week we really see the Bears thrive. You know, they lose to Green Bay week one. That's Thursday night. Those games are weird. 
It's a kickoff game. It's weird, you know. Then you got to go out to mile high. You have 10 days to prepare, but it's mile high. The oxygen's bad. Pensanero hits that field goal. Now they finally catch a break. This Redskin team that's not very good, kind of good defensively, but, you know, offensively they're not very good. They finally catch a break, you know. It's at uh, it's at Washington, but that's fine, you know. I think Chicago finally gets a break here. They get a couple days extra being a Monday night. So give me the Bears big in this one. I think they uh, they do pretty well. They kind of kind of get back to, you know, back to it a little bit. Trubisky's going to have a big night, I think, against the Redskins. Um, get the running game going again. Kind of get back to it and kind of catch their breath after, oh, Packers opening night, hundred you know, 100th year, all that good stuff. And then you got to go out to Denver. It's like, whoa, 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 you know. And they've got a great defense, and Green Bay does. So it's like now we get to see them against the Redskins and kind of get it going a little bit. And I think Khalil Mack has a nice day. Give me the Bears to beat the Redskins handily on Monday Night Football. So week three picks. I have the Chicago Bears on Monday Night Football. I've got the Rams on Sunday Night Football. I have the Seahawks, the 49ers, and the Texans in the 425 games. In the 405 games, I have the Cardinals and the Buccaneers. And then in the 1 o'clock slate, I have the Eagles, the Patriots, the Raiders, the Chiefs, the Packers, the Cowboys, the Bills, and the Colts. And then Thursday night, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars beating the Nashville Tennessee Titans. That is week three, Pick'ems, on the Tommy Divine Podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening tonight. Taking time out of your busy day. Sometimes I don't point that out enough. You guys take time to listen to me out of your day. And I appreciate it so much uh, here on the Anchor Network. But also on the Anchor Network, we have Griffin and my cousin Patrick and Reed. And they are doing the Big Ten podcast called the First and Ten podcast on Anchor. So go check them out. They're talking Michigan, Wisconsin here in a few days. But they did the week three recap. Maryland lost to Temple. They probably have all that ahead on that podcast. So go listen to them on the first and ten. Uh, they are they're a, they're a friend of ours here on the Tommy Divine podcast. So go listen to them. Have fun with that. It should be a fun listen. Uh, and I'm going to try to go back on with them. I don't know when. But I'd like to go back on with them pretty soon. Talk a little bit of college football, especially with Michigan-Wisconsin coming up this weekend. But we'll see. We'll see. Probably not this week, but I definitely want to go back on there because it was really fun. I enjoy being with them and talking to them, and they're really great guys. So go listen to them. Go listen to them. They're fun. Uh, and obviously part of the Anchor family. We got to gotta give love to each other. So that's what we're doing here. So anyway, but tonight... Week two wrapping up, going into week three. A lot of interesting headlines, a lot of great games. And I just picked them, and I'm glad I was able to pick them for you guys tonight. Thank you for listening. And uh, check me out on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, the whole social media trend. Uh, I don't have a page up for here for my podcast yet, but I'm thinking about that. But you can go follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, and uh, Facebook as well. I put a lot of my podcasts on there. 
Also through Spotify and Apple, so you can get my podcast through there as well. Um, and if you like making podcasts or you want to do a podcast like myself, get on Anchor and uh, do that podcast and live your dream. Because I love doing podcasts and I love making notes and I love making picks and I love talking about football on my podcast. So, guys, tonight, thank you for listening. Uh, I appreciate it. And uh, see you guys next time on the Tommy Divine Podcast.